passengers, may I have your attention, please? Take your seats and secure your seatbelt. The ride you're about to take will be unlike anything you've ever experienced before. They are the mics on mics, and this is Drive-By. Welcome, welcome, I am Mike J. He is Mike S. We are the Mike's All Mike's, and this is the best wrestling podcast you haven't heard of until right now. Mike, how the hell's it going? Uh, doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. It's been a busy week, but that busy week is over. Um, yes. It was a good work week. Um... Let's see, what else? Uh, I made, like, maybe the best batch of Wink Wink Rice Krispie Treats I've ever made in my life. <laughs> I'm so um, jealous. They are so incredible. Um, it makes me sick to my stomach that I'm selling them and that I made them for someone else. But, hey, whatever. Um, it's not like I don't have lots of Wink Wink on hand to make Wink Wink Rice Krispie Treats whenever I want. You do need a lot of marshmallow cream to make Rice Krispie Treats. Ah, uh, well, luckily, I am a marshmallow cream enthusiast. Yes, you are. I, in fact, make my own marshmallow cream and grow the necessary ingredients. But, uh, yeah, um, so, good week, man, good week. How was your week? Uh... Work has still been hell, but, you know, I'm making it through. I'm very happy that it's uh, Friday as we record. Leading into the weekend, I'm ready to be home and enjoy. We're not like a Valentine's Day couple, Mike. Uh, yeah, we're not either. My wife was like, said to me last week, hey, do you, I've gone through like a real style change this past year. Like... <laughs> How midlife I, crisis? Yeah, yeah, let's be real. It was a midlife crisis. I'm going through a midlife crisis, and um, I had, like, a real style change where, like, I've always kind of had, like, a more rock and roll metal look about me, but I kind of right. tra- transitioned this past year into an all-black look. And Okay, um, so... Uh, death metal, uh, death matches, it all kind of goes together, Mike. Yeah, man, so I've kind of transitioned into this, like, all-black look. So we're going to Hawaii next month, and my wife's like, hey, are you still going to be, like, uh, last time we went, I dressed all, I was dressing all colorful and shit, and, right. like, wearing, like, you know, button-up shirts and whatever, and she was like, I got you these shirts, for the trip and i was like why would you get me those shirts because don't even look like anything that i would wear and she was like well i guess you don't have anything for valentine's day then and i was like you know that's fucked up because you got a pussy and a mouth got me a couple things for valentine's day (laughs) um Uh... so let's not like act like there's no gift giving to be done um (laughs) uh so yeah man yeah we're not like really doing like a valentine's thing either you know so anyway yeah lots to talk about this week man i got like a whole list of shit right here uh the first thing i got on my list and we can knock this out real easy um is dolph ziggler on nxt okay so 
he's not. And like, here's the deal. I could have, I could have looked this up. Right. But I thought it would just be a better topic for me to just ask you about it. Okay, so was he on NXT? Yes. Is he like a roster member? I've seen it kind of reported like that, and I don't know if it's because of the way he phrased what he said. See, so there was this Twitter exchange between him and Braun Breaker, which I completely missed. Uh, And apparently Braun said something about you don't even work on Tuesdays, and then they were doing a, a contract signing between Braun and Santos Escobar. If you're not aware, that I'm is aware. the match what? next week for yeah. Valen- or whatever, and Vengeance Day, not Valentine's Day, Vengeance Day uh, special. And they're doing a contract signing like and Dolph comes out. just combined uh, Vengeance and Judgment Day. And made Vengeance Day? Made Vengeance Day. I like it. I like that. It works. Yeah. Uh, So they're doing the contract signing, and Dolph comes out, and he gives a spiel about, like, it looks like I work on Tuesdays now. Uh, And I think people took that to be like, he's on NXT. When he came out, the the nameplate said Dolph Ziggler, and it had the Raw logo on it. So I think when we see, we saw AJ do this. Yeah. I think some of these veterans really want to go down and work with some of this new talent. And I think that it's great. Yeah, uh, it you is. Know, it is great. I, I, I mean, he's getting, like, we got involvement with on Twitter with him and Mandy Rose, who is the NXT Women's Champion. We're... We don't know what we're setting up here. I don't think the crowd was chanting triple threat, and then they started chanting fatal four-way because Champa came out and started getting involved. Uh, I'm sure this will lead to a match. I just don't know with who at the moment. Probably Braun after he wins and successfully defends his title. Um, and let me let me say, I'm all for it. The promo was good, too, because Dolph even said, like, I forget how exactly he worded it, but he says something to like I'm a uh, something like I'm a realist or I'll be realistic. Like I might not because he lifted listed all his accomplishments and championships, and he said, "Al, but about I'll be real. Like maybe 99 times out of a uh, out of a hundred, I lose matches, but nobody does what I do in that ring better than me." And it was just really honest and refreshing. His promo and interaction with Braun and Escobar's interaction where he was like, why are all you people out here? This is about me. It was good. I I enjoyed it. Actually, I thought NXT this week was fantastic. was the only wrestling show I watched this week. But I feel like people who have abandoned it maybe need to give it a second look. They're doing exactly what they set out to do. And they're building new rookie stars. I'm not saying they're WWE superstars or John Cena, Rock, Steve Austin level stardom, but they're building people to where if they come over to the main roster as they are now, it's going to work. Well, I mean, that's the point of 2.0, isn't it? So that they can come over to the main roster as they are now. That's what we've been told, so... I mean, I feel like they're doing things right. And we asked this question a long time ago, Mike, and the answer is Braun Breaker. That's who should beat Roman Reigns. Yeah. 
It's looking that it's way. It's 100% Braun Breaker. Really looking that way. Yep. Speaking of Roman Reigns, let's pull us into our next topic I've got on my list of things today. Can I also just put this out there for everyone listening? I love doing this podcast, but I love it even more when I hear from Mike. I got a lot of shit I want to talk about, and I'm like, cool, you just made my job even easier. <laughs> uh, um, let's talk uh, Roman Reigns. We're going to transition that. Uh, Roman versus Goldberg. Um, we're not okay. going to talk about that match. What we are going to talk about is who I am now referring to as the superstar Billy Graham of his generation. And not because <laughs> okay. of his accomplishments in the ring, but because of how he just consistently feels the need to open his mouth and say the dumbest fucking shit ever. All Bully right. Ray. Let's talk about <laughs> Bully Ray. Did you see Bully Ray's comments <laughs> about Roman Reigns and Bill Goldberg? Oh, I did. Okay. I did. I've got these on hand just for shits and gigs here. So let me go ahead and pull them up. Uh, where did it go? Uh, damn it, I had it just right here. I know where it's at. Um, okay, so Bully Ray said in regards... Oh, God. I believe he said this on uh, Busted Open, correct? Yeah, he said it on that stupid fucking show he has that people still listen to for some unknown reason but uh okay i can't find the exact quote but he basically said they should just have bill goldberg beat roman and put the belt on roman or on goldberg until wrestlemania because it would get people talking it'd be shocking and get people talking you know what would also be shocking and get people talking mike if uh, if 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 i beat roman reigns um, <laughs> that's true. And and I think that we can both agree that that would be a disastrous idea. Just because it would get people talking that this podcast host from Ohio beat <laughs> Roman Reigns for the title doesn't mean it's good, right? And right. I think that like this quote in and of itself really shows us. Bully Ray as a whole in 2022. Um, it would get people talking. Like, Bully Ray at this point is just saying shit so that people still talk about him, right? I mean, uh, I think that's what Mox, a lot of these people do. Mox should have apologized to the boys in the back. Get the yeah, fuck out of dumb. here. That was that's some shit dumb. that you said just to get people talking. Um, yeah. And this quote, I think, really encompasses Bully Ray in the year 2022. It's just to get people talking. Like, I'm going to see him fight Onita next month. I'm not going because it's Bully Ray. I'm going because it's Onita, and it's the fucking ECW arena, right? Mm -hmm. I could kill two birds with one stone. I could see Onita, and I could go to the ECW arena. Also, three birds with one stone, we'll get a bang of cheesesteak. Um, <laughs> and it's like... Bro, I'm not going to see Bully Ray. You know what I mean? Like, like if anything, I was like, uh, it's Bully Ray. Like, there's no one better to have Onita fight in the ECW arena is Bully Ray. Like, <laughs> what? Not a single soul that we had is a better option than Bully fucking Ray. Um... 
this dude is just the fucking superstar Billy Graham. Remember back in the day, if you guys are long-time listeners, you might remember we had like a fairly regular segment where we would just Who read... said something dumb? Yeah, we would... And mostly, there's about was, once a month, <laughs> it was about superstar Billy Graham. Um, Usually superstar Billy Graham, Sabu would creep in there from time uh-huh. to time. And like one time someone was like, hey man, show Billy Graham some respect. That, that man fucking beat Bruno. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. He did that fucking eight years before I was alive. Like, I don't give a fuck about this dude. I don't give a fuck about Bruno. How about that? How about that? I don't give a fuck about Bruno. Bro, are you serious? I don't care about any wrestling that happened before the year 1981. I was being real. And if you want to narrow it down even further, I don't give a fuck about any wrestling that happened before 1985. Um... Like, no one cares. No one gives a shit about Bruno. <laughs> like, we ain't going back and watching Bruno matches, you know what I mean? Ain't nobody right. sitting around, like, like you go to your dude's house. And, like, I mean, uh, you know those, like, hangout sessions where you're, like, go over to your buddy's house, and he's like, bro, you trying to watch some 1998 ECW today? And you're like, fuck yeah, I am. Like, right. never have you ever gone to a buddy's house and are like, bro, Trying to watch Bruno do some rest holds for an hour. <laughs> and here's the thing. I even kind of step away from what I said about I don't give a fuck about any wrestling before 1985. Because I watch Dusty and Flair promos all the time still. I'll fucking turn on a fucking Dusty promo playlist on YouTube while I'm driving to work. Um, so this man like, you know, Bully Ray. Welcome to fucking obscurity, man. This is like, this is what the beginning of obscurity looks like, okay? This is what the people that can see obscurity approaching, this is what they start doing. So, welcome to being obscure. Hope you like my fucking sign that I'm going to take to the show next month that says, Bully Ray, please, we implore you, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Or, or, since it's a Rob Feinstein fucking promotion... Uh, didn't know that till after we bought tickets. Um, you familiar with Rob Feinstein? RF video? I, uh, I'm like, I know the name. Rob Feinstein is the RF video. Uh, he, RF video was like a shoot video and he started doing like he had a promotion. Uh, Okay. 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 He's the, he's the kitty diddler. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The one that got picked up on the fucking Chris Hansen type sting um yeah didn't get prosecuted because they didn't have like mm. enough evidence uh, he was vague enough in his messages that dude was going there to fuck a child um mm. yeah he's the one promoting this show and why? we found that uh, how does he still work i don't know i why don't fucking do, know why do re- i don't get me wrong dude he's Everyone. got the onita lockdown like, like if you want Onita, you go through fucking Rob Feinstein. Why do people work for this dude? I I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. We and, found out and, that he was the one. We should have known that it was him promoting it. But once we found out it was him, we tried to get our money back, which would have been great because that same day, Unsanctioned Pro is doing a show in the city that I live in that is a better fucking card. And... The goddamn Bev and Atticus Kogar are challenging for fucking tag team titles. And I'm going to fucking miss it. <laughs> and I'm going to fucking miss it. And Akira's going to be there. And we'll get back to him in a little bit. But anyway, let's wrap up this bully row. 
this is a man that is like approaching obscurity and he's doing whatever he can to like not be obscure. It's painfully obvious. Uh, my bully Ray sign may say, uh, Rob Feinstein taught bully Ray how to suck dick. I'm not sure yet. Um, I'm not sure yet. So we'll see what happens. I just, I, it's also kind of surprising in this day and age that people aren't calling these wrestlers out for working cards with this guy running it, but you know, people are calling it out. Um, in my circles, it is getting called out. Uh, when we announced we were going to the show, like three people messaged me and were like, y'all know about Rob Feinstein, right? And it was like, yeah, man, we know, but like, we can't get our fucking money back. So, I mean, what am I going to do? Um, right. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck am I going to do? Um, next, let's talk about a little, uh, AEW, shall we? Um, we shall. Shall we? First of all, because we're gonna we're gonna get to the two big ones, right? You know, man, mm-hmm. we're gonna get to the, the the two big things from AEW. But I want to get these two little things out of the way. Um, one, Penta Dark. Uh, fuck yeah. We need to say anything <laughs> more about that? I mean, it's fucking <laughs> Penta Dark. Did you watch Lucha Underground? It speaks for itself. It's Penta. But, like, Penta crossed with, like, Alistair Black. So, is he... Because didn't he have name issues with... Yeah, he... Um, he's not going to be called Penta Dark, right? It's going to be... Well, first of all, he had name issues with uh, either AAA or whatever the other one was. So that's why he's AAA. now... That's why he's now Penta um, Zero Miedo. Uh, instead of right. Penta El Zero. Um, so, and then Penta Dark, I believe, they're not gonna, they said in the, they said in the promo, they didn't call him Penta Dark, it was Penta something else. But this is Penta Dark, that was the Penta Dark mask. Um, if you did not watch Lucha Underground, I highly recommend searching it out. Like, it's two seasons of fucking amazing wrestling. Uh, I actually probably should go back and watch it because at the time it was a little ahead of its time with some of the camera angles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't really sure how I felt about that. Now I would probably be fucking super into it. Um, but I definitely is seek it out and watch it. It's amazing. Pentel Zero is fuck, man. That's how I became a Penta fan, to be honest. Like, this is just it. Like, we, this is great. Great. Uh, number two that I want to talk about is, um, this was for me, like on a, what for me was an amazing, like episode of wrestling programming. Um, for me, the biggest pop that I, for me, was John Moxley coming out wearing a Makira hoodie? <laughs> um, Akira, if you don't know, is uh, one of the like the top up and coming indie deathmatch guys uh, in the country right now. Uh, his nickname's the Deathmatch Samurai. Motherfucker comes out to the song for Bloodsport. Coom te, coom te, coom te. Like, fucking brilliant, right? Um, right. 
hell of a wrestler. This dude puts on an amazing... I've seen him live three times now. Um, I've seen him on TV dozens of times working ICW and GCW shows. Um, This dude's amazing. This dude does really good work, and he's only going to get better. And fucking Moxley coming out wearing his hoodie? Like, this is like... This is not a guy that's like on that Nick Nick Gage level, right? Um, I'm gonna throw some names out. A lot of you might not know him. Some of you might, man. But like, I'm gonna throw out some like these are like the top deathmatch guys, like Nick Gage, uh, Matt Tremont, Ricky Shane Page, um, Atticus Kogar. These are all people that you would like expect to see, like John Wayne Murdoch, um, Reed Bentley. Uh, Alex fucking Cologne. I'm gonna stop naming names because I'm gonna leave people out, and like I'm low key <laughs> friends with like some of these people, like some people, and like I don't want to offend anyone, right? Even though no no one listens to this, so it doesn't fucking matter. But this would be like the episode someone would listen to, and they'd be like, "Wait, talk about me." Um, uh, these are the people you would expect Mox to wear a hoodie of. You know what I mean? Um. You wouldn't be shocked if he came out wearing one of their hoodies. Dude, to, like, co-sign Akira like this? Because Mox carries so much fucking respect in the Indian deathmatch circle still. Um, To co-sign an up-and-coming wrestler like this? Um, first of all, fucking so stoked for Akira. Uh, second of all... It shows that Mox is in this shit. You know what I mean? He's still a student of the game. He still respects where he came from. And he's still looking out for younger wrestlers, keeping an eye on the up-and-comers, like who's going to be good. Uh, Man, for me, it was uh, on a moment of uh, a night of like just big moments. It was the biggest moment for me personally because it was the wrestling you that I love and that I personally enjoy today was recognized and the person that was recognized couldn't have been more deserving. It was just a great moment for me. Uh, got those out of the way, man. Let's get into the two big ones, Keith Lee and the switchblade Jay white. Um, we can't, like, Keith Lee, they've already put out as All Elite. Switchblade on loan from New Japan. What was, uh, what's a bigger get for you? For me? Yeah. I mean, is, I'm assuming, okay, so I would say long term Keith Lee, right? Yeah, because right. he's on White your is, roster. Jay Jay White is a New Japan contracted wrestler doing some quote unquote forbidden door work, whatever. Uh, I also think, I mean, I don't even think it's a an argument. Uh, more people know who Keith Lee is because he is from WWE than who are going to know who Jay White is. Not necessarily that audience, but if you want to draw more eyes, like the Keith Lee clip has over a million views as of Friday morning. 
I'm one of those views. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't watch Dynamite, but I went to their YouTube because I wanted to see it. Hey, man, that entrance. Um, I got chills. Just when that initial who am I and that fucking crowd, the crowd immediately. The crowd immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately. They were like, oh, fuck yep. yeah, Limitless. Um, I loved that. I loved that for Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, I got chills seeing this dude walk out, man, just as a Keith Lee fan. He's been gone for so long. Uh, he also had, look, man, this is one of the things that I like about AEW, okay? Wrestlers show up on this show, and they got Edge at the Royal Rumble face. Yeah, no, I gotcha. That's what I like about this. And I'm not going to get into it. We're going to get into it a little bit, probably. But not right now. We're going to not have the AEW, WWE talk. But, and granted, I haven't watched WWE in quite some time. But even when I was watching it, uh, uh, it's been a while since I've seen someone come out the curtain looking like they were in awe and amazement and happy well, with their job. I mean, um, I think part of that, I mean, I don't think, you're not going to get that look every time he comes through the curtain. No. You know what I mean? No, but I ain't really seen that look or the look of wrestlers just enjoying wrestling in quite some time. And again, I, you know, that might be down to, and here's, I'm going to defend WWE I a mean, little bit. Beth, that might Beth, be had it, Beth had it at the Rumble. So Beth did. I, Beth, okay, I, I watched I mean, her it's return. Just, it's I one think, of those things, you know? I, I think I just see w, like AEW just looks like they're having fun. Well, yeah, I mean, there's no... But I look, think, man. Well, here's the deal. Let me d- defend WWE a little bit on this. Um, They have so many mandates on how you're supposed to act and how your character right. can't act. You're probably not allowed to look like you're having fun. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I don't. I don't think uh, you, even if they you want are. you to, they want you to be a, a character where you've talked about it. AEW wants you to like allow you to be yourself a little bit more. Look, AEW. I've said it before. You have said similar, like. We've had this conversation. I'm just going to restate a couple of things that we've both talked about. Like, WWE is corporate wrestling, okay? Mm-hmm. AEW is ECW with a bankroll, okay? Yeah. So, the difference is, you know, I don't, I'm not hating on either company or giving love to either company by what I'm about to say, but like, the difference is WWE is a billion dollar corporation ran by. Business people who argue the point are not like wrestling, okay? Where AEW is a company ran by a rich business person who grew up rich as a child, a, a childhood fan of wrestling. His favorite promotion, ECW. He is emulating ECW, right? Like, that's oh, yeah. why they do the lights out shit that I was oh, kind of. Yeah. 
bang it on for surprise uh yeah. surprises right and this like, is kind of yes this is kind of where i was going with this like I, you know you can't really blame wwe because they're run differently they're mm-hmm. just it's just run differently um now i will say uh hell of an opening match for lee i saw some people say that he looked a little gassed uh he did I, uh, he i look this is the only thing that I can put into my head of how you let someone like that go, right? When I'm saying if you're WWE. They had... was Like, I wonder if there was something more to this medical thing he had. I wonder if it's, like, affecting his weight. Because he looked heavier, too. And I know he's a big guy. I'm not... I don't, like... We've had this conversation offline about Adam Cole. And we've had it on the show. Uh, and I know WWE wants their people to be in shape. I also know they like different body types, and they like guys like Keith Lee, right? Yeah. But they also don't want people to get so out of shape that it's hard for them to work in the ring or unsafe for them to work in the ring or unsafe personally for them. Like, how many times do they send Big Show to a camp and Mark Henry to a camp to lose weight, right? Yeah. So. I don't. The. The only thing, like, literally, I watch this and I'm like, it just had to be Vince saying, like, he's too fat. It has to be. It has Why to be. Else? Why else? Why the fuck else? Because this guy. Because well, even, like, still has looking. Has money written all over him. A little gassed. Yeah. The dude fucking can go. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And I don't. See, okay, man, I'm glad we're on the same page with this. Because uh, we've had the talk on here a lot of times where a wrestler gets released and people are like, Vince gonna regret this one, and every time we're like, no, the fuck he's not. Vince doesn't regret anything. Right. And he's not gonna fucking regret one single individual, right? Yep. But this one right here... This one right here has the capabilities to be a regret. I 100% agree with you. Let me just say this. I'm going to hold that in a little... Like, I'm going to put a pin in that one. Because it's just been... So many people that have come... That we've said that or heard... Oh, I don't think we say it, but we've heard it be, been said about... An Andrade. Mm. An, a, 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 a Malachi Alistair Black. A... Cody. Uh, a Blonde Rusev. Mm. A, a Cody. You know, all that to... When has it happened yet? You know I'd, what I mean? I'd, I'd wager he regrets Cody a little bit at this point. Yeah. Well, I mean, and again, there's also that Cody, Cody only left. Because, Co- only because it led to direct competition again. Right. And I, but I mean, like, Cody left. Like, As so, an individual, he does not give a fuck about Cody, the rest of so the, not being right. The, the regret would be, could I have done more to keep this guy? Right. And but, Cody is only Cody... Now, because of leaving WWE. Right. And did you know that he's Dusty Rhodes' son? Yeah, I heard that once or twice. Okay, okay. From him. But, like, do you you understand what I'm saying, though? Like, I I agree. This one is one where, if done properly, yes, this is going to be a, oh, we done fucked up with this one. Yeah, we fucked up with this one. This could have been another money machine. This was exactly what we look for all the time. How did we fuck this up? How did we fuck this up? All and right. uh, I don't know. Yeah. Time will tell. I'm happy. Look, we all know I don't hate AEW. It's just 
I don't love everything they do. I haven't even watched Raw or SmackDown in almost three weeks now, Mike. I've been watching NXT. Welcome I keep to the up with Jungle Baby. Well, here's and it's not anything against them, man. I just I I have things that I want to watch more. I'm just hell, getting ready to say there's too much good TV on to waste your time with five hours of bullshit. Most of them are shit that's like okay. Uh, we'll talk about it later. We can't get into it now, but like Book of Boba Fett. Uh, uh, my wrestling friend, who I've talked about on this show, uh, made me laugh literally out loud when we were talking about stuff. And we talk on the phone at work a lot. And I mentioned something, knowing that he's behind and is still in Mandalorian uh, Season 2. And then I said, oh, I can't, I can't tell you about this. He's like, you might as fucking well, cause you spoil it, me, spoil it for me on my, on your podcast every fucking week. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I forgot you sometimes listen. <laughs> so I said, look, dude, we'll push shit to the end. So you can just skip the end. Uh, <laughs> uh, bullshit. We're going to talk about that ranker fight right now. <laughs> but, uh, so. Like, I'm watching the Clone Wars, because I never watched the Clone Wars cartoon, right? You know, I'm working my way through it as well. Um, and, I'm like, familiar with the Clone Wars, because I did, like, a, uh, I did, like, a, a four-hour, like, Wikipedia deep dive on right, it one day. Right, Um, but I've, like, I'm, I had, like, a few hours, a few episodes into the first season. So, and, and like with that, like I had and a friend I've tell me like... watched some choice episodes here and right, there. Right, right. Well, I had a friend say like, there's sort of like the episodes that you really need to see, but... Oh, dude, like, Google, oh. Google, I'll send you a link. I found a, um, a, a viewing order uh huh, that cuts out all the bullshit. Okay, well, he's like, well, I'm, all, I'm almost done anyway, so... All right, cool. But he's well, like, you know, uh, you, should, you should watch it, you'll enjoy it, it's not a kitty cartoon like you think it is, although there's some kind of kitty episodes, but you can pick through them, whatever. I'm like, okay. So I started watching it. I'm in season six. I think there's seven seasons. So I'm almost done. You get to watch, uh, you going into, uh, rebels after that. Absolutely. Because the show's very enjoyable. And here's the thing. Like the, I the, don't watch wrestling live anyway. I have do, to do the bad batch too. Absolutely. Fuck and, man. And, uh, you know, the thing is, like, I can't watch Raw for three hours on Monday night. I have to watch, like, an hour, then go to bed, and then catch up later. And then I'm like, well, I could just watch two episodes of The Clone Wars and then catch up. And then I just don't catch up. And then the thing is, this is where WWE is successful. They do such a good job with video packages for, like, pay-per-view or, sorry, premium live events. I don't need to watch your show. I can watch the 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 pre-show and the pre-match packages on the live events, and I'm caught up and I know everything I need to know. That's hey, that's all you got to do, man. That's really that's which what is I did actually for a while. exactly how I watched NXT until it was uh, live on USA. So I've kind of adapted that, but now I watch NXT every week because I still enjoy NXT thoroughly. And I'm not saying that I don't enjoy Raw or SmackDown or AEW. I just don't have the time. 
Yeah, there's too much wrestling. I, I so, don't know how people do all Yeah, that, I keep up when I can. I check out what I need to check out. Obviously, we're going to talk about things that are in wrestling, so I'm going to watch those and even catch the clip or the five-minute match or the intro or the debut or the storyline or, or whatever. But there's just ways to do this and enjoy it without hating every second of your life or trying to dominate, have pro wrestling dominate everything you do, you know? Yeah, no, I no, you're preaching to the choir, bro. Come on. <laughs> you do know, you do know. Anyway, uh, I, I made this break a long time ago, a long, long time ago, man. There's just too much good shit on TV that I want to watch. Too much good shit that like came out. Like, here's the thing. Uh, did I talk about Stargate last week? You did not, bro. Okay, so like a couple weeks ago, I was like needed a movie to watch, right? And uh, I was, so I was just scrolling through Netflix. Stargate is on there. Fuck. Right. Okay. I saw Stargate in the theaters. I've seen it a couple times since it came out. It's been a long time. Fuck it. I'll check out Stargate. Right. You know what I mean? Um, right. Uh, Kurt Russell, uh, motherfucker, Robert California from The Office. Why well, can't I remember his name? Uh, I Ultron. can't either. Uh, he's on the blacklist. He's an amazing actor. I feel like James Barry. Spader. James Spader. Motherfucking James Spader and Kurt Russell. As that time there, Hollywood was like, what do you guys think about James Spader as an action hero? And then they immediately <laughs> were like, nope, nope, that ain't it. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, pretty fun, like, 90s sci-fi movie, right? So it gets done, and I'm like, you know, I need something else to watch. I'd like to watch maybe something kind of along the line, same lines, like a 90s sci-fi action movie, right? Right. Um, so I almost never use this option on Netflix. Uh, more like this. Right. There's not anything like that on the list. But I stumble across a Showtime series, five seasons, Stargate SG-1. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, fuck, Showtime, huh? So it must not have been complete garbage. Ah, fuck it. So now I'm watching Stargate SG-1. Uh, no Kurt Russell. He's replaced by uh, MacGyver. And uh, James Spader is replaced by some guy I've never seen in my life who is doing possibly the best james spader impression i've ever seen uh, shows dope as fuck i'm having a blast man so it's not just there's too much good tv on right now there's too much good tv on from the past still for because me to everything's waste fucking so time. accessible now man yeah like why would i ever spend three hours watching raw ever ever i'll be real I don't even spend two hours watching fucking AEW. Right. Like, I get all my AEW wrapped up in about hour 15. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I know exactly what you're saying, man. Keep it lean. And it's funny because we can still, we can say all this and be like, yeah, but I still love wrestling. Yep. It's just. Straight up, still love wrestling. It's just, you know, you got to do what you got to do. 
Yeah, don't and you gotta, like I said, you gotta pick what you want to watch and watch what you want to watch and just I've get to it the best way you can. Been saying that for like almost a year now. Yes, yeah, you absolutely have. Um, I think we got way off track. I don't even remember what we were talking about. I don't Do you know, wanna... man. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm good. I'm cool. Let's just take it to break and then we'll come back with the with the articles. <laughs> I, we talked about break. everything I wanted to talk about. Like I know. I mean, I'm pretty sure we were talking about Keith Lee and Jay White. Is no big like the conversation Listen, flowed. In you know, it's a, you know it's been a good show and conversation when you can't remember where you left off. Guys, hang tight. We will be right back. If you want to rage quit AEW every time you hear Excalibur calling Enzuguri a leg lariat, then this is the show for you. Welcome to Drive-By. All right, Mike, it's time for my personal favorite part of the show. Although, man, we had a hell of a start today, didn't we? Yeah, uh, it, was, it was a good talk. Clickbait cliff notes. I got a few articles I pulled today uh, to go over. This one's a doozy. This is the headline. Quote... Vince McMahon considered putting the WWE title on James Ellsworth. We all remember James Ellsworth, right? No, like, no, he didn't. Right. Okay. So this is what I'm actually going to dig into because I just, I just need to like, like encapsulate the story, kind of tell you why, like you, you have to read this stuff because if you're, you're coming to your friends and saying, like, hey, man, did you know Vince wanted to make James Ellsworth champion? You are going to sound like a fucking idiot, okay? So uh-huh. here's the deal. So I'm going to skip some of the article. Uh, it's basically saying how he did have a feud with AJ Styles, and he actually got a win over AJ Styles via DQ. At that point in time, in case you don't remember, AJ Styles was WWE champion. But here's here's the quote from uh, James Ellsworth. People would come to me. Oh, and my. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. I just had a pop up come up and just completely take the article away. Uh, here we go. People would come up to me like, hey, man, in the meetings, they're talking about you winning the title. I'm like, yeah, okay. People did say it to me. Vince McMahon himself never said it to me, but I didn't pay too much attention to it. I'm a realist. They're not going to put the title on me, and they shouldn't. End quote. So this man himself was like, that was not a possibility. Vince McMahon never thought that. But let's get those clicks, right? Got to. Got to, man. It's all about the clicks, bro. It's all about the clicks. (laughs) Absolutely, undeniably, fucking ridiculous. Uh, Let's go. So this one, okay. This is where... uh, Let me read the headline and maybe get into the article a little bit. And and I'll I'll explain my whole point and take on this story. And I, I think that you will agree with me on this, even though it's a kind of a... I don't even want to say it's a pro WWE statement. It's just, it's a, it's a realistic statement. Okay. WWE set several restrictions for Mickey James Royal rumble appearance. 
Okay, first of all, right off the bat, it's their company. They can set whatever like restrictions they want for the presentation of their television show that they want because they want it presented in a certain way. Uh, hands down. That's the way it is. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> basic business. This is, this comes from uh, the headline comes from our favorite, but it, it, this is them pilfering. Uh, according to Will Washington on the grateful, the fightful, Grapsity podcast. Uh, there were several caveats to literally everything surrounding James's return. In addition to that, WWE allowed announcers to say impact, but not impact wrestling. Okay. Quotes. I talked to someone in WWE about the Mickey stuff and I was like, it was really cool. And they did all of that, but they were like, yeah, but there were caveats to literally everything we had to do with Mickey James. The first thing was we were allowed to say Impact, but at no point were we allowed to say Impact Wrestling. It was a really important distinction. Impact Wrestling cannot be said. Impact Wrestling cannot be tagged on social media. Um, it was, however. Uh, and you're not to say Impact Wrestling, solely Impact. The name of the company, this is still the quote, the name of the company is Impact Wrestling, but it's one of those, we, WWE, don't say wrestling. You don't say wrestling. This company is not called Impact Wrestling. This is still the quote. The other thing was we were told we do not use the term knockout. We do not use the term world, even though the belt is called the Impact Knockout World Championship. We do not use either of those words, and we're specifically only to refer to this title as the Impact Women's Championship, despite the fact that that's not what it's called. So it wasn't just free range that Impact gets publicity, but there was specific nomenclature to be used. Who fucking cares? No, really They had her come out as Impact Mickey James with her music, with the title, with her nameplate that said, I don't remember what it said, but it said Impact Women's Champion, whatever. Who fucking cares? This is where we're literally trying to say, take something that was super fucking cool that this company that everyone says does nothing super cool and trash it. That's all this article is. I don't fucking care what the rules were. I don't care that they didn't want to say wrestling because that's not what they say on their television. I don't care. It was fucking cool. Why are we doing this? Because we have to, man. Because this is a literal example of it doesn't matter WWE bad. And, like, here's the thing. Like, I'm a WWE bad guy. Um, but... You're not. You're just not but a like, fan of what they do right now. There's a like, big difference, Mike. That's okay. That's fair. That's that's exactly what I am. Like I'm a guy who like like real shit. Like I pick their shit apart. Um, but even I was like, yo, this is cool as shit. Right. This is cool as shit. What they're doing right now, and like here's the other thing. I didn't even watch it. So, like, I especially <laughs> don't give a fuck. Here's another thing. I don't watch Impact. 
So I doubly especially don't give a fuck right. how that company was uh, presented on WWE's Royal Rumble. Right. Impact had Royal Rumble footage on their fucking show. Like, so to say, like, this article just painted it like, well, it wasn't as good as you think it was, and it didn't do anything for anybody. Look, man, it was cool for wrestling fans to see this company, being WWE, regardless, the top wrestling company in the world, present a champion of another wrestling company, be it a former star of theirs or not, on their show as that wrestling company's champion. It was fucking cool, okay? Mickey's actually recently, I just saw her say something that she does not think that door's closed yet, that there's still more potential. I, She could just be saying that and thinking that it is and nothing happens. I, You know what? You're cutting your roster down. Let's do some one-offs, right? Why not? Might as well. Might like, as well. That get, would, get that Moose would be in there. fucking awesome. Get and Mo- you're going to get people talking, right? Yeah, get someone like Moose there, in there for a program. There, Bully Ray, there's something to talk about instead of putting a title on freaking Bill Goldberg. Like, let's do that. You I know? mean, here's what, here's what Bully Ray could have said that would have been, like, way more, like, sensible. He could have said... <laughs> If they really wanted people to talk, they'd have let Mickey James win that rumble. <laughs> that would make more sense. Yeah. That would make way more sense. Like, honestly, you really wanted to get people talking, bud. You'd have had Mickey James win that rumble. <laughs> oh, bully Ray. Okay. <laughs> this now, this is <laughs> this is a clickbait I can totally get behind. And I just, I'm only reading this article uh, headline solely for uh, the nostalgia from our podcast and just because it's hilarious. Uh, Ryback trends as fans hope he doesn't debut for AEW. Oh. I'm blocked by him. On Twitter, I just remembered that the other day. I was clearing out some photos on my phone, and I had a screen capture of Ryback blocked you on Twitter. <laughs> this dude trended, and I didn't even read the article because I just hope that it's true. Uh, this dude trended in hopes that he wasn't the debut on, on Dynamite. <laughs> So that means enough people were talking about how much they didn't want him to be the surprise that it trended. That's that's worth every every bit of space to type that headline, and I that one I actually have to give props to. Uh, I love it. Uh, amazing. Okay, last one. I want to I want to ha- go back to something real fast. Yeah, the, go ahead. The Mickey James Impact thing. I got a thought on that. Um. I would bet most people didn't even notice any of that shit. Uh, but I do want to say... <laughs> I no, no one noticed it. That's the thing. That if you did notice that, um, you're a fucking loser of epic proportions. It just... 
straight up. Just wanted you to know that. And if you had a problem with it, um, you're not as big of a loser. But you're a fucking loser too. Um, just wanted you to know that, man. Just wanted you. To it's know just that. as you sit alone, raging about nomenclature and bullshit, and noticing my my minutia like that. Uh, 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 just know that you're a fucking loser. And like, no one really likes you, <laughs> but like, somehow you've latched onto this like group of friends, and like, they don't know how to get rid of you, and uh, it just kind of is what it is. I see a lot of you at uh, indie shows. Y'all have the same kind of look and smell about you. Um, <laughs> it's like y'all have like, y'all have like, it's like, and I'm not like even going, it's like, you're never wearing a shirt that fits. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, and I'm not even commenting saying like, I'm talking like to specifically larger people. I'm not. I'm not. You're of all shapes in and sizes. General, yeah, I'm just saying how you all look. You all, in general, have a shirt that's either too big or too small. Um, <laughs> you are always wearing, like, dirty white tube socks. Uh, like, they're, like, almost gray, and it's like, yo, dog, when's the oh. last time you bought socks? And You, you know what I'm oh. talking about? Dudes at metal shows. Dudes at metal shows. You wear black, yeah, you no, wear, um, you wear black cargo yep. shorts. Who the fuck wears black cargo shorts? You, you know that everybody that wears black cargo shorts looks like white trash. Just saying that. <laughs> no, you're uh, yeah. No, I'm with you. Like, okay, I don't know who the Impact champion, uh, men's champion is, but let's say that it's Moose and Moose showed up. It's not, uh, it's not Kenny Omega. <laughs> no, it's not. Or Christian. Uh, and let, let's just say, let's say it's Moose and he shows up uh, on Monday Night Raw, okay? Mm -hmm. And they call him the Impact Ch Men's Champion or the Impact Champion. I don't fucking care. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. The dude from another company who's a champion has just been recognized as a champion of another company on the biggest wrestling show in the world. I don't care. I don't care what they fucking called him. They recognized it, right? Like, does it matter? No. It, not, not just, at all, bro. So, like, what are you talking about? Not at all. It's so damn stupid. Mike, uh, that's that's good enough for me today, man. Uh, how about that? Uh, how about Boba Fett riding a Rancor, right? Oh, man. That shit was wild, wasn't it, dude? That motherfucker <laughs> rode a Rancor. <laughs> like, how crazy was that? Like, it, but like, I, I knew, I knew at some point, right? When they brought the Rancor, was it not like when it first showed up? Were you not just a little bit like that motherfucker gonna ride that Rancor, isn't it? I mean, he said I want to ride it. So. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so like, I just like also Robert. Ro how bad does Robert Rodriguez want to make a King Kong movie? He does. <laughs> Like the the whole 
movement of the Rancor, it was King Kong, man. Like, he even had him climb a fucking building and shit. Like, it was King Kong. It was wild. I loved it. I loved the King Konginess of it. Which makes sense, man, because, like, let's be real, the whole first season of The Mandalorian was like, alright, this episode, we're doing Alien. Alright, this episode, <laughs> we're we're doing Seventh, uh, Seventh Samurai. Alright, this episode, we're doing, like, they just did, like, their own version of, like, movies, like, famous movies. Like, each episode of season one of Mandalorian, like, you could just almost exactly tell what movie they're doing um right. so that's nothing new in this i just thought it was very very fucking cool uh cad bane huh the cad bane showdown at the end that dude's a motherfucker isn't he i mean holy yeah shit. It, and i know some people were upset that my dude sent me this youtube because uh, i uh, another buddy i talk to at work frequently uh not at work but during work we talk Star Wars, and he sent me this link uh, to this video of this YouTuber that he likes, but he was like, this guy just ripped this episode apart, and I don't understand it, and I watched, like, eight minutes of this 17-minute video, I'm like, this guy's a fucking idiot. Like, and I called him, like, I can't watch the rest of that video, this guy's a moron. And, like, one of the things he's mad about is Cad Bane being killed. But I had just said to my friend, like, how fucking poetic was it especially if you're uh, if you're into everything and you've watched the Clone Wars like the relationship between Boba Fett and Cad Bane yep. the story coming full circle like fuck and then using the uh, what the Jaffe stick of a mm-hmm. uh, uh, of the fucking sand Sam- people mm-hmm. it was fucking awesome yeah uh, I will say I was a little let down by it, um, but that's only because the Disney Plus shows for their finales have all had such, like, a high level of, right, like, fuckery in each of them. Like, just mind-blowing shit. So I think it was mm-hmm. more just like, I don't know, they kind of trained me into a into a scenario where I was expecting big shit, uh, especially once I heard there was a mid credit scene. And it's cool that What's-His-Face is still alive, but... Yeah, buddy. <laughs> but, uh... Well, man, that's also... I just would have liked something a little spicier, you know what I mean? I, yeah, and there were rumors that there was, but they cut it, and I, you know, I don't know if that's true or not. Um, what was it supposed to be? What did you hear that? There cut? were rumors that there was a Han and Chewie uh, cameo that got completely scrapped. And according to this guy, it was all because of Kathleen Kennedy. He's a Kathleen Kennedy hater, so he's one of those guys. I'm actually uh, glad that, they, they did not do this. I, I don't even know if it this was a report from a Redditor that has gotten things right before, so obviously he knows inside stuff. And you can't do that. You know what I mean? Like... Dave Meltzer does know some inside stuff, but he doesn't get everything right. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you can't do that. And you can't get mad. It's the same thing. You can't book yourself in a corner. You can't want something to happen so much that when it doesn't, you're like, well, that show was fucking dumb. No, yeah. you're just an idiot. No, I enjoyed you know? it still. I was just like, yeah, yeah. You know. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll give you my disappointment, and I'll let you let you kind of let it sink in. This this is the only thing for me that would have made this episode, you know, the next tier compare. I mean, I enjoyed the holy hell out of it, but this would have made just next tier. So. I really enjoyed how Groku interacted and controlled the Rancor and everything, but what I needed was, while that was going on and everyone was shooting at it, what I needed was Machete to come out and be like, don't shoot, I got this! And then the Rancor would growl right in his face and he would look back at them and be like, fuck this, and walk off? That would have been perfect. But we didn't get that, and I mean, you couldn't have got the F-bomb, but, you know, it would have been fantastic we nonetheless, right? just needed one more Danny Trejo cameo. <laughs> we did, we did, but it was, uh, man, what an enjoyable season of Star Wars. I, I'm so in love with the Disney Plus stuff, uh, the Star Moon, Wars stuff. Moon Knight in, what, two weeks, three weeks? Uh, it's March. It's it's soon, and if rumors are true, I haven't seen it yet, so no spoilers. But Spider Man No Way Home might be hitting uh digital uh purchase on March first. Maybe. Uh, all right. I've I've pre ordered it, so I'm I'm good to go when it hits. Damn, Spider Man <laughs> Moon Knight. Moon Knight's gonna run into Kenobi. Yeah, buddy. Kenobi's going to be outstanding. Still I can't got wait. season three of Mando this year. Mm. I, I, I think, I, Mike, I think what we're going to do is just uh, start ending the show with some uh, Disney Plus show talk, maybe. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> we're going to, next week, we'll talk maybe a little bit. Uh, you haven't watched Peacemaker yet, have you? I have not. I okay. That's something that... I it's harder for me to get caught up on that because kids, but yeah. uh, I, I'll do what I can, see what I can catch, and at least no, get a uh, handle on it. Finale's coming. <laughs> but, Finale's coming. There we up. go. Uh, Mike, is there anything else you want to say to these fine, fine people before we go? Fuck you, Joe. Ah, yes, yes. Fuck you, Joe. And actually, in all reality, uh, you know, just between all of us and uh, Joe, like, good luck, man. We're all thinking of you, and, uh, you know, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, we love you, bro. We love you. Yeah, 100%. Guys, I say it every week. It's been real. It's been fun. We will catch you next time. You guys are beautiful. We love you. Have a great week. New episodes of Drive-By are available every Saturday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and everywhere podcasts are found. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash drivebypod. And follow us on Twitter at drivebypod. This has been a presentation of the Nearfall Network. Until next time, bye.